Hold on. It's about, it's to, get about real. to get real. Jenny Matthews is keeping it real about life, motherhood, pop culture, and everything in between. Get ready to hear all about it. Life's ups and downs, mama drama, cool new finds, hot topics, pop culture, and more. Let's go. This is real. It's real. Is real. Real life. Hosted by Jenny Matthews. So I debated talking about it because sometimes... I think what's in front of my face is maybe not visible or audible or what's the word I'm looking for, uh, apparent (laughs) to other people because I'm in a studio every day doing my thing and really what people hear that comes across the airwaves is is a whole different thing. Um, what I'm experiencing in the studio every day and behind the scenes, people don't generally know about. Why would anybody? Why would you? Because... You just hear the final product as it goes out on the air. And I debated talking about it because sometimes it's perspective. Just got to think about, is it worth it? Because would anybody even really know what's going on behind the scenes um, when they don't really hear that in the final product? So I debated talking about it, but then I saw, you know, it is such a big deal to me. It is affecting my mental state right now (laughs) to the point where I'm not even living my best life right now. I'll just, I'll just say that. So here's the deal. Here's what's going on behind the scenes. We are moving. Mix 93.3 has been in the same studio since I've been in Kansas City for 15 years. And we are moving our studios into um, same building, but a different space in the building. They're renovating the entire building. So they're building us brand new studios. And in fact, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be awesome when it's all finished. I've seen the renderings. It's, it's going to be great. It is. See that positivity there? It's going to be great. But right now, it is not great. Right now, it absolutely sucks because they've got us in this temporary makeshift studio situation. Basically, it's an office. I think it was a massage place. So just bare bones, you know, thin walls. And with a radio station, there's a lot that goes into it. You need to have soundproof walls. You need to have um, just a lot of different things. Functioning equipment. I'll get to that in a minute. (laughs) But... We don't really have the things we need to do our job to our best capability right now. Fact. So we're in this temporary space. We actually call it the halfway house because it is um, just that. I mean, it's just not not what we're used to. And it's extremely frustrating. So temperature-wise, it is always about 90 degrees in this building. And I'm not even exaggerating. Like there are days where I have to leave early because I'm physically feeling sick because it is so hot in this building. And again, I'm not even sure this is anybody's fault. It's just sort of the way it goes with construction. Um, Undergoing a lot of renovations here, so things just aren't the way they normally are. Um, We got hit by a virus. I talked about this in another podcast, but we had gotten knocked down with a computer virus, like a really bad one. It was one where they wanted a ransom of some crazy amount of money, and we didn't pay it. In fact, I'm not even sure if I had gotten on my home computer, if I had gotten a ransom note for a virus, would I have paid it? Probably not. I think you think a lot of times these things are just kind of, oh, they're not really going to do anything. Well, they really did something. We didn't pay the ransom, and they really did. They took down our entire system, our entire network. They took it all down from music files to word files to uh, commercials to, I mean, every you name it, like it attacked it. We had already, we were kind of the bare bones getting ready for this move up to this temporary space. Um, getting ready to go into the new studios, and then we got attacked with this virus. So it's like it just didn't help the situation. So it's been really 
horrible behind the scenes at work. And on top of that, during my normal show, in a normal situation, I stand the whole time. I feel like it gives me more energy. I just like to stand and do my show. I, I, it's just how I've always how, I, how I've done it. So I, I sit now because I have to, because the way that our studio is set up, it's, it's a sitting situation. So I feel very sedentary. Now, I know these are first world problems, people. Like, I get it. I mean, trust me, I get it. There is the big picture in life and what's really important. There are people not eating today. Do you know what I mean? I'm still getting a paycheck. I'm eating. I, I, I totally get it. But I think that's just it, no matter where you are in life or what's going on. We all have our things at the moment. We all have things that are frustrating us. We all have things that are making our day hard. And I don't. sometimes I feel like we're made to feel guilty about that. It's almost like we have to compare it to, to the bigger picture. And on the overall, yeah, we do. I mean, there are bigger problems in the world. But I think each of us has our own set of daily struggles that are a big deal to us. And this is affecting my sanity right now (laughs) so to me it is a big deal and again I I hesitated bringing it up because for that reason because it's like oh poor pitiful you but and I get that mentality I do um but I also know that it's real for me and it's a struggle for me and right now I'm I'm not loving work and that's really hard for me too because my job has always been something that I enjoyed doing. I enjoyed going to work. I've never been a person that didn't want to go to work because I feel really lucky to have the job I have. It's like I enjoy, it's a passion of mine to be able to do radio and to be able to come to work every day. It's almost doesn't feel like work. Honestly, I feel like I'm just getting to do what I love. I felt that way my entire career until like this whole time period where things just kind of (laughs) suck behind the scenes. I don't want to come in in the morning. In fact, I almost feel like there's an element of depression with it. I wake up and I just think, ugh. I don't want to go. I don't want to go in. Um, and I know it'll get better. I know there's, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. We're going to get into the new space and I think it's going to be great. I hope. <laughs> but right now, not so fantastic. So being sedentary, I think that doesn't help with the whole mental game. And so I have, I needed, to, I needed to, to do something. I mean, I used to get a pretty high step count every day. Cause like I said, I'd be at work. I'd kind of dance around the studio to the songs. I mean, behind the scenes, I don't even know. I should, I should tape it, videotape it. I feel like people would laugh and see what really goes on behind the scenes during my show. But, um, as of late, it would be super boring because I just sit at a desk basically. And I don't like that feeling. I like to get up and move. I like to move around. Like I said, I like my step count to reach a certain number every day. And I'm, I was not hitting that. I don't know what it is, but I just, I haven't felt very good about things. So anyway, I was texting with a girlfriend of mine and she was telling me, actually the reason she was texting was to tell me that I looked, I reminded her of uh, an instructor at this place that she was going to dance fit flow. It's this you know, dance studio, but they offer fitness classes and things. Think aerobics, but they offer a ton of different kinds of classes. But the one that I took is very much like an aerobics class. I guess it would be the only way to just to easily compare it to something. So she is texting me to tell me that I look like the instructor. And that's how the whole conversation started. And then we started talking about it. And I was like, yeah, you know, I know about that place, but, and I'm really looking for something different because I mean, I try to get on the treadmill when I can, I try to work out when I can, but it's, I'm not, Sometimes that's just boring and I like to change it up. I used to take a kickboxing class. I did it faithfully two times a week for years. Um, The gym where I used to take it actually isn't even there anymore. And um, after I had babies, I just didn't have the time to go to the class because it was at like 530. And that was hard for me because I used to just meet my husband there after work. And we would just, you know, he would work out and I would do my class and it just worked out great. We didn't have kids, so there was no time restriction or anything. But with kids, as everybody knows who has kids, that changes everything. So I 
wasn't really able to do that that kind of five five thirty class anymore. And I'll be honest, I've missed it since I stopped doing it because what I love about workout classes is just that it's so fast, like 45 minutes or an hour goes so fast and you really don't even feel like you're working out because it's just, you're having fun. And so I thought, anyway, I'm texting with my girlfriend about this dance fit flow and she says, you know, I've been doing this and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. You should try it. So I said, okay, you know what? I'll meet you there. I'll try. So I went last night and uh, did a class with her and it was called 305 and I'm not sure why, but apparently that's like a big deal. The instructor was telling me that not every place in America can can teach this particular class, like from the music to just the moves and everything that it entails. It's like a very exclusive type thing. So I felt very VIP, very special getting to do this class. It's cool that they offer it here in Kansas City. But I did the class and it was it reminded me so much of the class that I used to take two times a week. It was a kickboxing class, but it was like an aerobics kickboxing. It was um, less martial arts feeling and just more cardio that makes sense. So I did this class last night and I felt so good. First of all, I love that the class time was from, what was it? 7.45 to 8.30. So talk about convenient as a mom because my kids didn't have activities last night, but if they did, that would have been after the activities were over. My husband's definitely home from work. It was like I had fed them dinner. You know, I could really, I didn't, but I could have essentially gotten them ready for bed if I wanted to. Just, it was, it was a, it's a good time. As a mom, like, moms, do you ever feel like you wish stuff was open later? Like things like a nail salon. You wish a nail salon was open later. Or like I said, the workout classes, it's cool that they offer them that late. There's just a lot of times where I think, man, I need stuff to be open later so I can go do it because otherwise I'm in kid mode and I, and I can't get some stuff done that I need to get done. And as a working mom, I don't have the hours during the day to go and, you know, do all the things. So anyway, this was cool. The time was cool. And I just really, really enjoyed it. And I felt really good. And it perked me up. It perked up the mental game. And that's one thing I know with, as a person with anxiety, um, exercise is always a fix for me. It's always, if not a fix, it's always a helper. And when I get in that slump for any length of time, I mean, even if it's just a couple of weeks, or I've, I mean, I've had it for a couple of months or I've had it for a couple of years, that workout slump, I always get into that funk. And the only thing that can kind of get me out of it is the working out. I was talking to another mom friend of mine the other day about that. And she said that running is her sanity. Like that's the only way that she can um, kind of keep it together. She said her husband knows that, (laughs) you know, he knows like she's got to have her time during the week to get her runs in or she is just not okay. So I I totally respect that. I totally get that. And I was just really glad that I got up and did it. I want to encourage you if you're in that funk or slump or just um, are looking for like a fun way to work out. I mean, if not this place, this place is great. It's called Dance Fit Flow. But if you, even if that's not close to you or, um, or whatever, just find, find a place, find a class. I would say don't be intimidated either. It's funny. I was really nervous last night because when I used to take my kickboxing class, I had gone for so long. I kind of, I wasn't intimidated because I was a regular and I kind of knew the drill and I just wasn't, I mean, there were new people coming in and out of the class all the time, but it, I didn't, um, I never felt that intimidation because I was just, I had been there so long. I just got used to it. And I was nervous last night when I was going in. I thought, oh my gosh, everyone's going to know what they're doing. I'm going to feel so stupid. And because it was called Dance Fit Flow and I had looked on their website, which is adorable. And I know that um, some of, some of, I think the reason they created this place was um, for maybe women who had danced throughout their life. And then as an adult, kind of where do you go? Where do you dance? Like, and I think part of it is a, a place for people to go to not only get your exercise in, but to be able to dance again in a group setting. I'm sure that you miss that if that was something that was important to you along the way. 
So, but I was looking at these adorable um, girls and I, I know that some of them were cheerleaders and things like that. And I thought, oh my God, like, I'm not going to know what I'm doing. I'm going to look completely out of place because I was a cheerleader, but I was a cheerleader when it was different. It was not dancey. <laughs> it was like just straight arm movements and some kicks and things like that. It wasn't um, back in 1993 and prior. It just wasn't um, what it is now. Now it's like a full-out dance thing, and I have not one dance class under my belt <laughs> throughout my lifetime, so not a dancer over here. And uh, so I was, I was really intimidated. But I want to encourage you, because I, I went with my girlfriend, and I would recommend that too, go with a friend so you just don't feel so, eh, here I am. Um, but I was surprised. Everybody in the class, I mean, I would say there were maybe... I don't know, maybe 10 of us. And I can't, I didn't look at anyone and think, okay, they have clearly been dancing their whole life. In fact, I think we all looked like we were maybe on the same page. Fact is we were moving, we got our bodies moving and that's really what it's all about. Um, it's just movement. So looking for something to kind of get you out of your workout slump. Or even if you're just like me, and I mean, I'll do the treadmill, I'll work out like in our home gym. I, I work out. It's just that that gets really old, really lonely, really boring. And I'm not always excited to do it because it's just the same old thing. This is totally not the same old thing. So anyway, I kind of, I guess I kind of gave them a big old plug here on the podcast, but I just really enjoyed it. And, um, like I said, even if that's not a place that's close to you, find some, find something, find a class. Classes are fun and it makes the time go fast. And I'm really glad that I got back into it, at least for a night. <laughs> I'm going to try to make this a part. Yeah, I, I, that's the thing too. I'm an all or nothing person. I always have been. And that's a problem in a lot of ways for me. I'm a Monday starter and I feel like for whatever I'm doing. And so if I, I feel like if I say, okay, starting Monday, I'm going to start my workout routine again. And if it doesn't happen on Monday, I feel like, well, why would I do it Tuesday? Cause I didn't do it Monday. Or as far as like these classes, it, there's a part of me, I'm not going to lie in my brain. That's like, I have to be able to go to one of these classes every night. No, I don't. I have to remind myself that even if I can get to these classes once a week and just do some other stuff, walking or whatever it is at home, um, that that's okay. I, I really have to ease up on myself like that. It's like a perfectionism thing, an all or nothing thing. I don't know. I hate it. It's really not a great quality. I wish that I wasn't like that because I just need to be able to recognize that what I'm doing is enough as long as I'm trying and that to be able to do these classes even once a week would be would be a great thing. So anyway, that's that. So work situation is stressful. Working out is definitely a way to combat the frustrations and just the mental game of what's been going on behind the scenes at work. But I came across this article and it, it was, it's called four reasons to keep your cool. So we all know it's usually not good to lose your temper. I wouldn't even say I'm losing my temper. It's just more like losing my sanity <laughs> because you end up saying things that you don't mean. So I guess, but it all goes together. It's temper. It's just uh, internal frustration. Research shows that losing your temper, and I guess feeling these feelings of intense frustration, can cause health issues, and I know that to be true. My mom, like, drills that into my brain every time I talk to her. Sorry, I had to take a drink. I almost choked. Um, but every time I talk to my mom, she reminds me that, you know, your mental health plays a big part in your physical health, and I know she's right. I know she's right. And when I read this article... It reminded me, like, my mom is always right. Okay, so research shows that losing your temper, feeling internal frustration, just being, like, on the verge of a breakdown can also cause health issues. Here are some ways that anger can actually mess with your health. Number one, you don't sleep as well. Raising hand high, I know that is so true. Your brain goes on high alert when you're angry and tells your body to increase blood flow, and that makes it much harder to relax. 
which, you know, that's all about the anxiety and all of that. Totally agree. And I haven't been sleeping as well. Number two, it affects digestion. Anger triggers your fight or flight response and sends more blood to the parts of your body that could help you escape, like your legs. When that happens, your digestive system gets less blood, which leads to less good bacteria in your gut, and that can also allow bad bacteria to seep in. And I totally get that because it's like, you know, when you're just in a bad spot, and um, at least I have been this way, and you, like, I just feel like a squeezing in my stomach, you know, almost like you're just so tense that it just, you feel like your guts are kind of squeezing. That's how I feel anyway. And um, it does affect digestion. So not sleeping well, digestion, these are ways that stress and just feeling frustrated and angry inside can affect your body. Number three, anger causes wrinkles. Okay, when I read that, I thought, all right, (laughs) I have got to pull myself together because I am not looking to get wrinkles. I'm already doing the Botox. I don't need to be doing it any more often than I am. Collagen is what makes our skin plump and smooth. And the more stressed you are, the less collagen you produce. I had no idea. Did you know that? I did not know that. So now I'm freaking out because I feel like I am just a ball of stress sometimes and I'm probably wrecking my my youthful appearance. Studies have also found links between stress and skin conditions like dermatitis and psoriasis. Thankfully, I'm not having any of that right now, but yeah, I mean, I believe it. I think the mental game and the physical game are totally connected. And finally, angry people, and I hate to say angry because I don't feel like I'm an angry person, but just stressed out people are more likely to die young. What? Anger and stress make your body release adrenaline, which damages your DNA and makes you more susceptible to fatal diseases. Well, as a hypochondriac, that is all I needed to know about that. So it was just funny that I came across this article today and I thought, okay, need to take a breather. I like what I'm doing here physically, trying to get myself back in action, but got to get my mental game, got to get it in check because I don't want all of this to start affecting my physical health. Okay. So I guess I share that because again, I don't know, you could listen to the station and it could sound totally the same to you. I know that I am not capable of doing my best job right now because I'm uncomfortable behind the scenes. There are a lot of technical things. There are certain things it's hard to explain, but there are a lot of technical aspects to my job that just don't work right now of no fault of anyone's. It's just, we're in a temporary spot. It is what it is. But right now I'm not able to do a 100% show. And it goes back to my all or nothing mentality. I think this podcast is a little therapy for me. I'm, I'm diagnosing myself here. Um, it, it's true though. So I'm all or nothing mentality. And I feel like I want to be able to give 100% to my show as I always have. And I feel like I'm not able to do that because I'm physically like I'm frustrated because I'm not able to do that. Trying to get myself in check. Wanted to share all of that with you just because maybe you're, maybe you're in a similar, similar struggle right now. Another thing this summer is that I have way overbooked my family. Um, the kids go to a camp every day through their school, they do that as, well, it's great for me because it's childcare during the day, but it's a camp where they get to go to the pool, they get to go on these field trips all around the city. It's awesome for them. They're having the time of their lives. So I, no mom guilt this summer because I know they're having a great time at this camp. But they do the camp during the day and then we've got them in soccer camps and golf camps and we've planned a lot of trips this summer. And I think we did that because I feel like last summer we just had our one big family vacation that we always do. We always go down to Watercolor, Florida, which I absolutely love. But this year we had that, but we wanted to plan some weekend getaways as well. So we have done a bunch of those and we've even got another one coming up this weekend. And it's like, again, I'm grateful to be able to do it. And it's awesome to get away sometimes. But there is a part of me that kind of thinks, why did we overbook ourselves? Because it would be nice just to kind of chill by the pool in the neighborhood and just keep it low key. I feel like we've been going pretty hard and uh, 
summer's supposed to be more chill than this. I feel like we're we're running around as crazy as we are during the school year, and um, you know, I wanted a break from all that, and we're not really getting a break from all that. I sound like I'm really Debbie Downing my life right now, and I'm not because we're having fun while we're doing all these things. But do you know what I mean? Sometimes you just want just to do nothing. I'd love to sit by the pool and just read. Like that sounds amazing. So maybe this weekend, even though we'll be away, maybe I'll get some time to just um just be able to do that. It's the simple things really. Again, keeping ourselves busy. One of the cool things we got to do last week, we got to go to Sean Mendez, my little girl, Julianne. She is eight and a half and her best friend have been talking about this concert for a year since it got announced. And I told them at the time when it got announced, I would try really hard to get some tickets and it would be really cool if we got to meet Sean Mendez. So I said, I'll work on that. So I was able to make that happen for them. And we got to go backstage and meet him. And, you know, I will give you like the behind the scenes on backstage. It's, I think there, a lot of times you'll see a picture and think, oh my gosh, they were totally hanging out for like an hour and just, wow, really hanging out with these stars. And it's, oftentimes not that way and this time was definitely not that way it was really cool the way he had it set up he learned a lot from taylor swift sean mendez used to oh well not used to but he did he opened for taylor swift when she was on tour and he has even said he's learned so much from her and the way that she interacts with her fans and just the hands-on nature of her backstage experiences which i will say taylor's just she's just different all the way around she goes above and beyond on everything she does i think but he learned a lot from her and so he took some of his favorite pieces of, of what she does and kind of did his own version of that. So when we went to this backstage experience, you got to walk through and there were um, like different outfits he's worn in videos. If you follow me on Instagram at all, at Jenny Matthews on Air, uh, I, I had posted on my Insta story. It's gone now. I should have posted some on my actual page, but uh, maybe you saw some of these pictures is why I'm bringing that up. There were pictures of some of the outfits he's worn in different videos or worn on tour. He posted, um, or not he posted, he, behind the scenes, um, he had just like a, uh, like a mock-up of an arena as to what the stage was going to look like during the tour. Then you kind of, so you're walking, you're weaving through this hallway situation and then you go behind this curtain and all of a sudden, there he is. He's just there. <laughs> and click you take a picture hey Sean barely got to see you and breathe your air and then you walk out it was very quick we did get a cool picture um which is great and the kids were excited but it was just funny because it was a very quick experience and then after that though this was really neat they they shuffled us into this room and I wasn't really sure what was going to happen but then I saw a stool up in the front of the room and I thought oh he is going to come out here he's going to talk to us and he did so there were maybe like one or two hundred people back in this area and he gets up on the stage and it was a Q&A. So fans got to ask all sorts of questions. And I will say, Sean Mendez fans, y'all are creative. Like there were some really good questions. I mean, it wasn't just the typical, I don't know, what's your favorite food? <laughs> you know, what do you like to do in your spare time? I mean, it wasn't anything like that. The people were really creative with their questions. And I can't even think of some of the in-depth questions people asked. I do remember a couple of them, though, that I wanted to point out. One is that he's rumored to be dating Camila Cabello, and there have been pictures of them, like, making out, so I think it's clear that they are a couple. But it's, I feel how awkward to actually ask somebody that question, you know, during the Q&A. Although, I don't know, some of these young fans, they, they probably would have asked. But no one really asked that specifically. Um, what one fan did, though, was they said, who is the most famous person that you have in your cell phone? I loved that question. And so she, the girl who asked the question said, you know, it's probably Camila Cabello because she's 
And she didn't even finish what she was saying, but it was obvious where she was going with that. And he was sweet. He didn't even get weird about it. He just said, yeah, she's in my phone. He said, but probably the most famous is uh, Taylor Swift. And I just thought that was cool. The way he handled it and that he's got Taylor Swift's phone number. Can you tell I'm a Taylor Swift junkie? Like, I am just a big fan of all things Taylor. And then he was just a very nice guy. It was really cool to see somebody... um, interact with his fans the way he did and he was just very sweet and I talked to somebody from his record label behind the scenes and I said you know is he really like that in real life and she said yeah she said I've known him since the beginning and yeah he's the real deal he's a really good person so speaking of our summer adventures one thing that we did a couple weekends ago we went to Wichita and we were doing all these cool family friendly activities and it was just a lot of fun we had a really good time as a family But of course, my true crime addiction had to take hold. And I was in Wichita. If you are a true crime freak like me, you know where I'm going with this. BTK, dun, 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 from Wichita. And yeah, the sick part of me wanted to see, I knew they had torn the house down where he lived, but I wanted to see where it was I know does that make me a freak my husband was rolling his eyes hard he's like you are not right I said I know I know I'm admitting it but I have to go I have to see so because I just finished reading his daughter wrote a book have you read that yet it's really good it's it's just what it is is terrifying to think that you can think you know someone her father was a killer for years for her entire lifespan and she had no idea she thought they were just like every other family in america so great book if you're looking for something good to read but disturbing but of course we had to drive by the house so my kids had no idea where we were going and it was easy to not tell them where we were going because it was in just this little neighborhood and really when we drove by we went like 15 20 minutes out of our way that day to go see this basically plot of land because yeah they ripped down the house but you can drive through the neighborhood and you get to where the house was and it's just this empty lot but I still got the creeps even driving through it and Matthew just rolled his eyes he's like I cannot believe we really just took a actually I can't believe he entertained it I can't believe he actually (laughs) that he let me do it but we did we we went and saw where the BTK lived yeah good times on vacation with your family it's a nice family friendly activity there but it was kind of cool to see I don't know again true crime addict and that's what I want to wrap up with is like my latest true crime obsessions podcasts wow I've got some good ones if you are a true crime freak you are going to want to check out both of these the first one is called 22 hours and I'm actually pulling it up on my phone right now so I can tell you exactly what to look up because I want to make sure that you can find it. Okay, yeah, 22 Hours, An American Nightmare is really, really good. Are you familiar with the story of the Savopolis family in Washington, D.C.? It happened a couple years ago, and it's where the guy got convicted of the crime that they, oh, it's, it's just a horrible story. It's a family of a mom, dad, and a son were in the house, and their housekeeper was in the house as well. Very wealthy family in Washington, D.C., and this guy tortured them for hours and hours and um, basically took a lot of money from them and then burned down the house. You might remember that story. It was on the news. Anyway, this podcast, if, if you, I don't even need to tell you because the podcast goes through every single aspect of the case and I'm completely hooked on it. So that's a really, really good one. Again, it's called 22 Hours in American Nightmare. If you're a true crime freak, got to get that podcast going. Uh, Another one is, ooh, Confronting O.J. Simpson with Kim Goldman. So Ron Goldman and Nicole Brown Simpson were obviously killed, 
OJ was found not guilty. I think we all know that, but I think a lot of us suspect that he was guilty. We all have our opinions about that. But Kim Goldman has started this podcast, and it's really good. She interviews all sorts of people that were involved with the case from jurors to the prosecution to the, some of the attorneys. I mean, she it's just really good. And it also is disturbing and makes me feel sick to my stomach because when you listen to, and we all know this, this, it happened so many years ago, we know that the blood evidence and the DNA evidence and all the things, but when you when you kind of rehash it, when she rehashes it, it just makes you sick that he's walking free. In my opinion, again, we all have our own opinion about it, but um, that's a really good one too. If you're looking for a good true crime podcast, Confronting O.J. Simpson with Kim Goldman. In the way of books, I have been reading a lot of books about the Lacey Peterson case. That one I was obsessed with when it all happened, as much of the nation was, because she was just adorable with those dimples and beautiful smile and brown hair and just pregnant and adorable. And her husband, Scott Peterson, they looked like the all-American couple. He was good looking and they just seemed, again, like that all-American couple. And then he ended up, you know, he's on death row now for murdering her. But there are so many books about the case and I thought I had read them all. Amber Fry, his, uh, the girl he was having an affair with on Lacey, she had written a book and bless her heart, man, talk about somebody that got dragged into a situation. She had no idea he was married and that's just really, I've always felt so bad for her. She wrote a book, it's really good if you haven't read that. And anyway, I've read a lot of books about the case but I had no idea that his sister had written a book about her perspective as well, called Blood Brother, 33 Reasons Why My Brother Scott Peterson is Guilty. And I thought, ooh, from a sister perspective, got to read that. So I didn't. I can't believe I didn't know about this book. Her name is Anne Bird, A-N-N-E, Bird. And it's really good. I read that, I couldn't put it down. I read it in a day. And she talks about all the reasons why, a lot of things that weren't brought out into the public eye, why she is sure he's guilty. Because that's what I thought. She's just going to rehash what we already know. And she did, and she did on some level, but whoa, she brought up some stuff that, because he stayed with her for a time while um, the investigation was going on and before he got arrested. And she really talks about some of his some of his personality traits and some of the things he said and did during that time. Really juicy stuff. So read that one. That's a good one. Um, if you're if you're a true crime lover, you want a good book to read. All right, well, honestly, that's all I have for today. I just wanted to pop on, just give you a little update on what's been going on behind the scenes in my life. And uh, hopefully I can get back on track with some, some more regular entertaining podcasts here in the next couple of weeks it's again it's just it's been a busy summer a fun summer but busy and then with all of the crazy stuff going on behind the scenes at work and that's where I record my podcast so um, I'll usually come in in the evenings and do it and it's just uh after being here during the day and not really enjoying the behind the scenes activity uh the last thing I want to do sometimes is come in at night and do it so till I get my home set up figured out this is how I'm rolling with it and I just wanted to again pop on give you an update and that's it hope you're having a good week hope everything's going well in your life you can drop me a note at jennymatthewsonair.com I've got a blog up there as well I just posted a blog about anxiety um if you struggle with anxiety and I've talked about it in other podcasts and I've been open about it on the air I've been open about it on my blog in the past but I just put up uh, a post about anxiety so you can check that out on the blog I almost forgot. I like to end with something positive. And I'm going to do that. Quote junkie over here. And let's see. What do I have? I'm trying to look what I saved on my phone this week. This is one that I really liked. Okay, and I thought this was very um, pertained to my current situation at work. 
One thing I realized is that everything always ends up working out, sometimes even better than you can imagine. Remember this when you feel like you're in a hard place or you feel like you're being challenged the most. Believe in where you're headed. See the bigger picture. Ending on that note, boom, trying to do that. (laughs) See ya. You're listening to Real Life with Jenny Matthews. Check out Jenny's blog and more at JennyMatthewsOnAir.com.